The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt loses its taste, with what can it be seasoned? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and then put it under a bushel basket. It is set on a lampstand, where it gives light to all in the house. Just so, your light must shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. If we do not know who we are and what we are called to do, we likely won't do what we are called to do or figure out who we are. And this is why Jesus gives us the words today from the great Sermon on the Mount. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. He's telling us who we are and by connection with that, what we are to do. Salt preserves. In places where there are not refrigeration, as in ancient days and still today in places in the world, salt is often used to be able to keep things from rotting, from decay, to be able to retain things in their freshness. They're also used, as we know very well here, to make food taste better, to be able to enhance what is already there and to bring forth its goodness. Light is used to be able to make manifest before us that which is already there. To be able to highlight it and to make it known. The thing about salt and light, though, are they are not things that are meant to be inward focused. They're meant to be outward. None of us, I think, I hope, eat salt for the sake of eating salt because it tastes good. I remember one time I... It was one of the times when McDonald's didn't always salt the fries. They wanted you to salt them yourself so you could have your own choice. So they put the little salt packet in the top of the fries. And I was driving. I took a handful of fries, what I thought, and bit into it. And it was a packet of salt. It was not delicious in any way, shape, or form. Anybody who's ever accidentally put salt in your coffee instead of sugar knows the same story. You don't eat salt by itself. It's to be placed on something else, to enhance that thing, not for its own goodness. In a similar way, none of us takes a light, none of us takes a flashlight, turns it on and shines it in our own eyes to be able to see. That's foolish. You point it outward and you look out and the light shines upon other things and then you are able to walk. And such are we to be as Christians. We are to be the things that salt the earth. Not to be used for our own sake, not to be focused upon ourselves, but to to be used by the Lord as instruments to be able to go forth and to take what is in the world and to preserve what is good and to enhance everything we touch. That everything that comes forth from us will be made better, not because of us, but because of God's grace. 
and in a similar way to be light. To be able to highlight that which is good and holy. And to help people ultimately, we pray, to find the light that is Christ. To be able to bring them to heavenly joy. Christ calls us to be salt and to be light. And he also gives us a warning in the midst of this. He points out that if salt loses its taste, it's good for nothing to be thrown out. If a Christian does not live their faith, if we do not allow ourselves to be people of service, outward focus, serving others, then we have missed what it is to be Christian. Our faith, as it were, is for nothing. There's a temptation sometimes for us to allow our faith to, to stay within and not always to reach out as it should, as Christ calls us to, as indeed he wants us to be from the beginning. A temptation sometimes is to have a relationship with me and Jesus and to recognize or to, to think that that's sufficient. As long as I spend my time in prayer, as long as I say my prayers, as long as, as, I, as I come to Mass, as long as I do you know, my, my thing in my nice little box of me and Jesus, everything is fine. I'm good. But this is not what Christ calls us to. He calls us to be the light of the world. To be able to be outward focused as well. Not simply to make sure that I'm good with Jesus. But in making sure that I'm good with Jesus. That I can be used by Jesus. To go out and to be his hands, his feet, his heart. For others. Another temptation sometimes is for us. To be able to have that wonderful Catholic butt. I'm Catholic but dot, dot, dot. We see it all the time in politics, and y'all know the story. I I mean, I'm personally Catholic, but I can't do this, that, or the other thing. I I can't vote for that or this, that, or the other thing. I mean, I personally, I believe it, but, you know, and it's not just the politicians that do it. It's us too. I personally, you know, believe this, but dot, dot, dot. If you went to the Dr. Shree talk Last week, a week, a week and a half ago or so, uh, or was it last week? I don't know. It's a long time. Uh, <laughs> a lot happens, y'all. In case you, you'll find that out at the end of mass. Um, that this is what he was kind of talking about is is this reality that that sometimes we're personally convicted, but we don't necessarily want to allow that to change anything around us. Train. Awesome. I love the train, y'all. Oh, goodness. So the Lord calls us not just to be in our nice little Catholic bubble, not to be in our personal relationship with Jesus, not to allow our faith to be something we come in to express in in a joy and a vibrancy in the church between these four walls, but then outside it doesn't really change anything. The Lord is calling us to transform the world around us. And if we're not transforming the world around us, then we're falling short of our mission. We're not being salt that is salty. We're being salt that is tasteless, that is useless. And so we must be people of service to others and to the world. 
not just in a simple humanitarian way, not just in a way of kind of being good people as everybody else is able to be good people, but we are called to be the light and the salt of the world such that Jesus radiates through us, that Jesus touches the world around us. Because it's not Brent, it's not, it's not you individually who goes out and just by our own innate goodness, we transform the world. No, that's foolishness. It's because we are filled with Christ. Because we've received from the altar, because we've been able to receive from, from reconciliation, from making use of our holy water, of our rosaries, of our chaplets, of our prayer cards, of our uh, uh, insert enormous amount of sacramentals and graces we have as Catholics. It's because of those things that we can go out and transform the world. And it doesn't mean that we have to do extraordinary things. Light is all around us. And yet, it's powerful for us. And salt is everywhere. It's in everything you eat, <laughs> like it or not, whether your doctor likes it or not. It's there. It's normal. And yet, it's transformative. In the same way, you are called to be salt and light, to be transforming to the world around you, because you are used by Jesus as instruments of his grace. That his life goes to the world through you. To give us some starting points of what that kind of looks like, we have a, a section of it in our first reading today. And the church gives us some other ones taken from the sacred scriptures. We hear Isaiah the prophet speaking to us about what the church calls the corporal works of mercy. Feeding the hungry, giving drink to the thirsty clothing the naked, sheltering the homeless, visiting the sick, visiting the imprisoned, and burying the dead. Folks, these are things that you can do ordinarily. We have collection baskets in the church and the chapel here to be able to collect food and water, to feed the hungry, to give drink to the thirsty. You can, have a, you can donate clothes, you can donate yourself, you can donate your time. There are certainly homeless shelters and needy places in our area, certainly in Baton Rouge and the city itself where we can put ourselves at the service of others to be salt and light. There's no shortage of sick people this time of year that we can make a home visit or even just a phone call just to let them know, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. Do you need anything? Can I get anything for you? I'm going to the store. You want me to get something? Right? To be able to be present to them. To visit also the imprisoned. Sometimes they can be easily forgotten. And to be mindful of them as well. And to bury the dead, it doesn't mean you have to pick up a shovel, but it does mean that you can take part in helping out supporting the bereavement committee for the parish or helping out in, in some way uh, whenever a funeral comes up or being simply present to pray for, to pray with the family. The church also gives us the spiritual works of mercy, admonishing others, admonishing sinners, instructing the ignorant. We always have need of teachers for catechism. For RCIA, for all kinds of various programs, Bible studies, adult formation, all of these are ways which we can be able to be able to, to convey the truth of the faith and to share our faith with others, to counsel the doubtful and comfort the afflicted. Indeed, many who are struggling in their faith, who may be in a time of testing, to walk with them and to pray with them, to be there for them, to bear wrongs, to bear wrongs patiently and to forgive willingly. All of us has these things happen to us. But to be able, to, to, be able to, to accept the things that happen to us lovingly and to forgive generously and willingly is powerful. 
signs of mercy, and to pray for the dead, a long practice, oftentimes invoked at the, at the end of the blessing, for, uh, the blessing for meals, to pray for the faithful departed. These are ordinary things, and if you want to get more involved, let me know. I'll find you something. <laughs> but the simple fact is that, that if we allow ourselves to stay only within me, if, if my faith only changes me, if my faith doesn't enlighten anyone else around me, then I'm not being who Christ is calling me to be. Now, if we just have me and Jesus, that's a good starting point. We'll take it, right? But the next step is me and Jesus reaching out to others to be able to share his grace. And that is a powerful thing to be. I love this, the quote from St. Catherine of Siena, one of the great doctors of the church. She said, when you are who you are called to be, you will set the world ablaze. And the fire will be with love for Jesus Christ. And so, brothers and sisters, the Lord calls us to be salt and light. Wherever you are this week, put yourself in an attitude of service. It doesn't have to be in grand things. It's in the ordinariness of your very life that the world has changed.